Welcome everyone to the Hotel Nerd Network brought to you by Anchor. What's Anchor you say? It is an easy way to make a podcast like this one for free. That's right, I said it, for free. But not only that, you can record from the comfort of your home, on the PC, or on the go with your phone. They have everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best feature is that they even distribute the podcast for you on multiple platforms, so you don't have to stress on getting your content out there for the world to hear. If you're looking for a free and easy way to make a podcast, download the Anchor app on your mobile device or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now please sit back and enjoy the show. All right, we're live with episode 11 of the Hotel Nerd Podcast. I am Chris, Hotel Nerd. And I'm John DeGregorio with Movie Loves Unite. Technically, this is episode 11, but we're going to call it 10.5 because last week was just one hell of a week. <laughs> First, we had technical was. issues, and then we had severe weather go through, both you on Sunday and me on Monday. Right. So, if you watched last week's video, it was only about... Ten and a half minutes long, maybe fifteen. I don't remember. I know it wasn't very long. So we're kind of meshing things together this week. <coughs> so, uh, other than severe, what? How did you fare out with the severe weather? By the way, down there, because I know, I know it was bad. It was bad. Like the old CEO that we had for the hospital, or the tornado went through her house. Was that one of the four or fives that went through, or was that a lesser one? I don't know, to be honest with you. I just know that her house got drenched with the tornado. and But she's recovering and everything with the tornado. She's doing good. But it was one of our original CEOs that we had for the hospital. Yeah, we got hit Monday, and I got to say, we got very, very lucky here in Pennsylvania. Uh, nothing came about like they thought it was going to, at least here in the central area. Um, yeah, if anybody, uh, hasn't heard before, I live in Williamsport, so I'm like a stone throw from Little League World Series. You watch it on TV, I'm like three and a half miles away from the ball fields, <laughs> just as a point of reference. So if you've ever been to Williamsport for Little League, then you know exactly where I'm at. But we, we got away with, uh, not much, but last night we had two inches of snow. So <laughs> <laughs> that made up for it. Yeah. When you showed me biggest, that, I'm like, right. I think it was right. the biggest snowstorm that we had all winter. Exactly. Because it wasn't all that bad this winter, though, for y'all, for no, a change. This was very tame. It was like oh, overnight, was... bam, there's snow. Just had a cat fight out there in the living room. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I was, that's why I was asking you if this was normal for this type of year because of it being uh, snow, close to May almost. snow in mid-April I mean we've even had snow in early May but to actually get a robust system like what through last night it that's a little unusual just uh, I'd say maybe 60 miles northwest of us they had 9 inches of snow Oh wow! So yeah, it it uh was a a dumper for April. <laughs> it's like okay, we're not done with winter yet. Here we go. Here's some snow. Yeah. So the, this whole bit with the roller coaster weather, this is April generally. 
just that one happened to be a little bit of note because that one definitely was it thumped us pretty good. Right. But anyhow, on to what oh. we're actually here for. <laughs> I wanted uh, to ask you something too. So. Uh, what's that? I wanted to ask you something too. Like with SCN Live, what did you think of that episode with Brett? Actually, I didn't get to watch it because, as you can tell, I've been busy. You can't see my entire room right. area, but I've been restructuring things. They right. even got this this thing here. If you can't like can't see like the corner of it, uh, right. a closet for organization. Okay. So that's been my week is organizing. Lots and lots of organizing. I got you. But in the process of doing that, I've also been uh, watching a lot of Netflix, playing some Final Fantasy off and on. So that's pretty much been my week. That and do a DoorDash orders, being that the hotel okay. is, for all intents and purposes, shut down at the moment. <coughs> so so uh, we don't normally cover TV news very often around here because right now there's nothing really to talk about. Uh because everything's either on hiatus because of this virus or finales have happened. So, but there was, oh, excuse me, one piece of TV news that I wanted to point out. Because it's one of my favorite actors. Uh, Christopher Lloyd was on NCIS, and holy shit, did he bring the house down. <clears throat> like, what, did he, what was his performance for? I'm just wondering, what, did, um, what role did he play? He played a World War II veteran that survived Pearl Harbor on the Arizona. Oh, shit. And the interrogation scene between him and Gibbs, um, who's, it's Mark Harmon. Uh, right. Wow. Like, blow you away, wow. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it then. It's been a long time coming for them to go to Pearl Harbor. And they actually went to Pearl Harbor at the end of the episode. So, kudos to NCIS for finally doing that. It, this performance of Christopher Lloyd needs to win him an Emmy. If it doesn't win him an Emmy, there's a problem. You see, I don't I, know. I, is there an Emmy for special guest appearances? Because if there is, this is it. <laughs> you see, here's the thing. With me, I tried getting into NCIS back in 07. I just can't do it. I'm like, there was just something off with the dialogue and some of the other stuff. And I'm like, I just can't do it. But if the dialogue got better since then and the plot lines got better, I'll give it another shot. Oh, seven. That was a writer strike year, wasn't it? I want to say it was the writer strike year. Then that would explain that would explain it. If you go back and you watch it from the first episode, it's. You can, it has its peaks and valleys, like every show, it has its peaks and valleys. Right. But uh, this one is definitely in the top three. All right. And I'm not just saying, I'm not just saying that because of it being having Christopher Lloyd in it. He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, This, it got me like three or four times, like hit me in the gut three or four times. So, especially the very end when uh, Mark Harmon's talking at the end. It My question is this. Hits home big. Oh, 
Do they do anything with like the PTSD or anything like that? Do they go through that or they don't address it directly, but it that's part of the interrogation. That's part of the whole that. like the whole underbelly of it. They don't like hit it on the head. I mean, there are episodes they have hit it on the head directly. This wasn't one of them, but it addressed it. <clears throat> so, I just thought that would be a nice little thing to start out with. Uh, definitely a nice surprise to see Christopher Lloyd on TV. Uh, I don't recall him being in another TV show, at least recently. No, the last, as a matter of fact, he's been kind of quiet. Yeah, the, the last TV show, I mean, obviously I just binged West Wing here last week. He was in an episode of the West Wing, and he was really good in that too. So, I mean, and he comes, he comes on camera. He's a he's a scene stealer, that's for sure. So, uh, now on to some movie news, and we've had some pretty big movie news come out. Uh, right, week. I was actually surprised to be. I was actually surprised to see the level of movie news that I actually wrote out <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has had some troubles. It's gone through, uh, through some madness of itself. But we have good news now. And I love this. When this was announced, I was overjoyed because he's one of my favorite directors and he's coming to town to play in the Marvel Sandbox, and that is Sam Raimi is to direct Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And I'm all for it's that. It's the perfect choice. <laughs> I agree. I couldn't be happier about that, man, because I believe that he can actually bring that level of horror to it, because we are going to be introduced into Nightmare, and mm-hmm. then that he can also bring the humor with it, too. Like he did with Evil Dead. So, and then I also heard too that Bruce Campbell might have a, a cameo appearance in this. I was just nails the. I was just getting ready to say this that. Makes me eat it all up. And uh, the rumored uh, Bruce Campbell appearance is Mister Sinister. Ooh, I would love to. I could imagine that's perfect, man. That is like that is like the icing on the cake. I just want to go on ahead and eat up the whole entire cake and have diabetes, like sugar, really bad sugar diabetes right now. <laughs> That's how bad I want this. Yeah. Because that, that just makes it worth it. I agree. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that he directed one of the Spider-Man movies. He directed part two, I think, and three, if I'm not mistaken. or was no, it one, He two? did one and two, I believe. No, I thought you should. I don't know. But I don't think Raimi did. I think three was the one that Raimi walked away from. Okay. I wasn't sure, but you know, I can forgive him for what happened with the Spider-Man movie and stuff like that too, because of the fact that some of that was not his fault. It was just the direction that the studios wanted to go in at that time. Cause there was not this shared universe that we have now, <coughs> but yeah, you know, I really liked the remake of the evil did that he did. I thought it was really good. And for them to choose, watch that. To be honest, I I should see if that's on Netflix. I should really watch that. Watch that, and then watch the original Evil Dead, and compare the two. To me, I think that the both of them are neck and neck together. 
because I thought it was really good for a remake. But have Sam Raimi direct a Doctor Strange movie? He, uh, you can even ask for a better director. Uh, Especially well, with you almost have to have the horror element in it, though, with Doctor yeah. Strange. To get into the meat and potatoes of Doctor Strange, you have to have the horror element. It, it's right. a must. It's just like Constantine. You have to have your horror element in it. Right. And don't forget, we're introduced to Nightmare, which is like the Freddy Cougar of the MCU that actually eats people's dreams. So that's what we need. I would, you know it would be great? If they actually cast Robert England as Nightmare and just have him CGI. <laughs> I would I would love for Snip to be around right now to hear Sam Raimi directing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Me just too, to see his head he'll be all sweaty. <laughs> he'll be very sweaty about it. <laughs> God, I wish Snip was here for that announcement. <laughs> Me too. I can see him up in heaven right now, probably doing cartwheels. <laughs> you know, but I'm I'm thrilled. I couldn't be happier. Oh yeah, that that was definitely like the announcement of the week for me. Uh, Same. So, like, I was already sold on the whole idea that Nightmare was going to be in it, but and then whenever I heard, well, he's in talks, which means that it wasn't actually official yet. Yeah, and see, now, I heard that he was in talks as well, and then to this week right. is like just like mic drop, boom. <laughs> it became official because it's like yeah. two or three weeks ago, they said it wasn't official yet. He's in talks, and then <laughs> drop down to now, it's official. <laughs> hey, so. and more power to him. And now, because of everything that's going on with COVID, I'm sure everything is delayed. And I'm sure that's just in the script process. Now, CM can get in there and put his fingers into the pie. Let him just, I say to Disney. Which actually, this is another big announcement. Being that I'm talking about Disney, Iger is back as CEO. He is. Yeah, Iger came back as CEO. He came back Easter night and said, "You know what, Bob? No offense, shit's going down. I need to be back here. I need to make sure this stays the way it the way it was right. before I left. And I'm, step, I'm stepping back in. So I'm tagging you out, tagging myself back in." So now Iger's back on the saddle. Let's have Sam, let's have Iger have Sam be able just to write his own script out of what he pictures the multiverse of madness to be and have him go to Iger and have him go to, um, uh, shit. Yeah. And let's, uh, see what Feige and Iger say. And let's tweak it. Let's have Sam write it and let's tweak it from there. Right. I totally agree with that. Because here's the thing, too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I know that Iger wanted to walk away from Disney and stuff like that. But it makes more sense for him to be there now. Because that other guy might not have that much of experience going around with this whole entire COVID issue. So uh-huh. he's like, okay, I need to go on ahead, take care of the company that helped build me. And then maybe after this pandemic is over with, maybe after this pandemic is over with, maybe I can actually retire. But for right now, I got to be in the seat right now. <coughs> Exactly. So, <laughs> so I'm looking yeah, at that perspective. I I am firmly in the belief, and I hope that they do this. I hope Feige and I are like, okay, Sam, go ahead, write your story. 
send it to us via email or whatever it is that you you're going to send it to us as because of the whole social distancing and uh we'll tweak it as we go right give us I think that'll be give us the first rough draft we'll read it we'll put our editor notes in basically write a novel write the first draft we'll make editor notes and then let's collaborate let's figure it out exactly that in my mind that'd be a smart way to obviously i'm not a script writer i'm not a movie producer so i i don't know shit so <laughs> i know a little bit about the process and everything but like you said i'm not a movie well i'm writing a script but that doesn't mean anything <laughs> i still don't know shit but <laughs> yeah and that's just how i in my mind would work if if everything's as straight laced as I would assume that it is, but I'm probably dead wrong. So now we have had words also from in the DC camp that Black Adam had started and then it had got delayed. And you broke this story to me because I hadn't seen this one yet. So I'll let you take the lead on this. But Dwayne Johnson's confirming that Black Adam is on delay. Yeah, he actually said, went on Twitter, I believe, and said that it's on delayed for right now because of this COVID thing. Uh, production hasn't even begun on it at all anyways, so they have plenty of time to actually go through and figure out what they want to do. So, And I don't even think there's actually a script just yet. I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to have to research that a little bit more, but... The whole fact that, you know, we are actually getting a Black Adam and the fact that Dwayne Johnson confirms that, you know, it's been delayed and everything is because of this and it's not the studio's fault for a change. It's actually kind of refreshing in a sense because it means that we're actually getting a Black Adam movie and it's not the studio's fault that's slowing it down or anything like that. It's just this pandemic that we're in. Mm -hmm. That just gives them more time to get more jacked. That's too. <laughs> you already know he's gonna lift the weights and have that baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it makes me excited to actually see that Black Adam's gonna have its light. And I, I don't know. We may have talked about it a couple episodes back. I believe we did. Uh, if it wasn't on the video, it was on one of our audios, one of the very, very first ones. Um first episodes that we did of the uh, podcast. But if I remember correctly, they said he, they're going to face off against the Justice Society of America and then face off against yeah. the Justice League. There's yeah, going to be two different iterations. Like, so it's going to start in the past. They're gonna, he's going to fight Justice Society and then in the future, he's going to, or present, whatever, he's going to fight Justice League. If yeah. I If I recall correctly. Yeah, you were right, because I remember when we covered that. It was actually on this channel that we talked about, I believe. All right. I wasn't sure if it was on audio or video that we had talked about that. because I want to say it's on video. Okay. So, I mean, we already knew there that Black Adam was coming. Because right. they had story... They had main story points in motion. Now, Dwayne's confirming that it, hey, we're delayed because of the obvious. So, 
just to put everybody's mind at ease that it is coming. It's just right now the virus is slowing everything down, which right. we all know this. It's just a matter of time before we can before this is over with. Yep. And then we can get back to normal. And also on the realm of delays, uh, you also broke this one to me that uh, John Chu was talking about Now You See Me 3 being delayed, which, again, no surprise. Right. Actually, I didn't even know this one was being made. I was wondering if they ever were going to make it. So this is news to me that they're even doing it. Well, a couple of months back, he actually said, he actually mentioned in an interview, and he said, yeah, we're, we're talking about making it, but we just don't know what the script is going to be called off script is going to be for just yet or anything like that. They're in the way of actually trying to do it. And now it looks like that they might've actually figured out a direction that they want to take and everything. So I'm all for now. You see me three because I enjoy the first two films. Now, is it going to have Ruffalo and Eisenberg and all them from the first two in it or that and everything? I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Because I think they are going to be in it. I think Woody Harrelson's going to be back in it. I think all the original cast members are going to be back in it from the second one. Because I know the the girl, she got recasted because I guess the right. actress had gotten pregnant. Yeah, she got pregnant. Got from one to two. So is it going to be the actress from two or is it going to be the actress, the original one? That I don't know. I'm going to have to research that a little bit more on that part. I mean, either way, it doesn't matter to me because I like both movies. Personally, I like the first one better than the second one. Same here. I love the first one better than the second. But, you know, I just, I'm just i a sucker for magic shows. Mm-hmm. And magic card tricks and all that stuff. So, to see now, you see me three, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, so, like I said, I wasn't even aware that it was being made. I'm very happy that it is being made. <laughs> Can I believe that's a franchise that does deserve a trilogy? So now we just have to. I'm sure that one's probably still in script phase too. Yeah, that's I mean, actually it in might, script phase. Oh, it is confirmed as in script phase because yeah, I'm thinking after delayed. announcing that it's delayed, that I'm one. I was wondering, are they just now ready for uh, principal photography? I'm thinking that it's uh, delayed, like as in script delayed and production okay. delayed. Okay. I think it rolls into one. I have to do a little bit more research on that a little bit more. <coughs> and I'll do an update next weekend on that. Do a follow-up. All right. And while we're on the topic of a Jesse Eisenberg film, uh, <laughs> I didn't get to read this article. Uh, I did. You broke this one to me as well, so... <laughs> Uh, this is the one I also wrote, wrote up and everything on the website. Yeah. he uh, Jesse Eisenberg explains why he's not or hasn't supported the Snyder Cut, which, honestly, I just thought maybe he just didn't give a damn, to be honest. Well, to be honest with you, this is what he said, and I'm just paraphrasing what he said. But basically, he doesn't watch any of his performances or anything like that when he performs. So he said that him basically promoting a Snyder's cut of a film that he was in that he didn't even watch. He said it wouldn't be very beneficial to him or anything like that for him to say, hey, 
let's go ahead and break a Snyder's cut whenever he just doesn't pay attention to his own performances or anything. So I can actually see it in that way, but in another way too, I wish that he would actually say, you know what? The fans are calling for it. Ben Affleck did it. Gal Gadot did it. Jason Momoa did it. Let me go on ahead and push this thing a little bit further and let me do it. Yeah, and Eisenberg's always seemed to be that person that he just really gives no shits. He's basically the he's actually the epitome of the social network. He's he's actually yeah. the char- the character we portrayed on on uh, social network. Because personally, I'm not an Eisenberg fan because he just rubs me the wrong way. <clears throat> See, I liked him in Zombieland and... Oh, I'm not saying that he's not a great actor. It's oh, just his personality. His personality true. leaves something to be desired. I, I can agree with that. His, like, I remember whenever I wasn't like the biggest Shia LaBeouf fan and everything because of the stuff he was doing. And then now he turned his whole entire complete life around to the mm-hmm. point where I'm like, okay, I'm back on board. I like Shia. I always liked Shia as, as an actor. But his personality is something that I couldn't get behind. But now he's changed, so I'm all for it. So if Jesse can do that whole entire 360 and where his personality can change and everything, I'll keep, I can get behind him as a person. But as an actor, I can, I can actually be sold on anything he does. You know? <clears throat> so, but that's just that little bit of information I found out. Yeah, I mean, personally, I hope that Snyder got how much. I mean, this is going to segue right into the next story here, uh, which is we're going to start talking about some streaming news because we did have some of that come out today or this right. past week as well. Right. Uh, how much would it be a shock that I mean, granted he isn't, uh, so he's not supporting the Snyder Cut, not promoting it or anything, pushing it, but. With the launch of HBO Max, which is launching next month, how much would it be a shock if HBO Max is like, you know what, we're going to mic drop this, and Snyder Cut is on HBO Max day one? And you know what? Christian and them actually talked about this before, too. I don't know if you remember that or not. I remember them saying about it, but I don't remember them actually talking about it, per se. Yeah, because I'm going to turn into Christian and them for a minute (laughs) because I actually side with them because of the fact that you know they said that it would be more beneficial to actually release it on Blu-ray and DVD for the fans instead of paying $5 or $6 a month on a service that you're only going to watch for one time to watch uh, the Snyder's Cut because you can't watch it on Blu-ray or anything so after they go after we get they get their subscribers (coughs) they're going to just go on ahead subscribe one time and then after they watch the Snyder's Cut, they're going to bail out. So therefore, they're not going to get their subscribers like they want. And I think also, too, with the Snyder's Cut, I think it will it will make money. It would actually benefit the studios, benefit Snyder, benefit the actors, and everything else that were involved with Justice League. If they yeah. release it on Blu-ray and DVD. But that's just me. And mind you, I'm not a Zack Snyder fan. I'm, I'm not a fan of his work. But... I would love to see the difference because I'm sure it's night and day from what Whedon did to, well, I should say what Whedon inherited right. to what Snyder What's actually Snyder? had 
up here. Well, I don't know if you remember the uh, release photos that Snyder actually put out. Well, yeah, the black Superman suit—we all this well, stuff was coming out, and well, we didn't get any that, of it. No, no, but there was actually some other stuff last year that got released, like a black and white photo of Batman and some other stuff. Oh yeah, they—that's been yeah. being released periodically since Thanksgiving, right? So there's that little tidbit of stuff. Yeah, it's so, kind of like drip, 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 drip. Right. <laughs> but uh, we did get some more HBO Max news with it uh, said to be launching next month. Uh, <clears throat> that we have J.J. Abrams confirming that Justice League Dark series is being developed for HBO Max. So this isn't going to be coming anytime soon, but it's coming. And right. It's like, now I'm sold. Who do you cast as Constantine? Do you take Constantine from Legends of Tomorrow and pluck him and put him in this? No. Because I like him as Constantine. <laughs> I do too, but here's the thing. We're talking about HBO here. They're gonna go balls to the wall dark. They're gonna go gritty. They're gonna go raunchy. They're gonna go balls to the wall all out. As far as and I know, this is the second uh, DC property to be announced for HBO Max. Because way back, um, Green Lantern, right before Christmas, I believe it was Green Lantern was announced. Right. So, so I'm thinking with Green Lantern, they can actually have a little bit of fun with that, with it being a little bit lightheartedness, where you don't even have to have it to where they have to do a full on nude scene or anything like that. But with Justice League Dark. I, it's going to be gritty. It's going to be something that's different from Legends of Tomorrow. And well, I think, think about it. It's Batman, Zatanna, Constantine, Swamp Thing. Um, shit. I know I'm missing some people. You also have... Uh, no, Lobo's not uh, that. I'm I'm blanking. Damn it. I'm blanking on it. <clears throat> but those are the ones that I can remember off the top of my head. Right. So I mean, you, when you're talking gritty, you immediately think if you if you're wanting a a dark Batman, you're right here. You go. This is your exactly. opportunity. Because I don't really feel like that version of Constantine will actually fit in to the HBO Max universe. So therefore, I think they would have to recast uh, the actor for it. What do you think? I'm just trying to think who it would be. Let's get Keanu Reeves. Nah, he's too old. <laughs> old as... No, if you think Constantine. about the character of Constantine, he's too old. True, but still, he's he, he's good at what he does. Oh, I'm, uh, not, I'm not knocking Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves' movie. Right. Give me The Matrix, but, give me Bill and Ted. And I'm there. But, and John Wick. Yeah. Well, uh, I have to admit this, and I know my my nerd card's gonna get revoked. Uh, I haven't watched any of John Wick movies. You need to, because that might actually change your mind about his age. Because the way he moves and everything, it, it's, I, it's just great. I heard a nice little rumor, like a fan. This is like fanfic here. Uh, 
that Neo and Wick are basically the same person. I've heard of that too, but which I'm would be sure awesome. That would be awesome to have where Matrix Three ended, and then with the Matrix got rebooted, right? So right. now, he, right. instead of being Neo, he became John Wick, who ends up being the next Neo, <laughs> and segues into Matrix Four. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I, I might actually watch that, you know, just to see the direction that they go in. But you know, hey. but um, now you got me wondering about who would be the actor to actually play Constantine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. I mean. Number one, he's got to be smarky. He's got to be. Oh, he's also got to be. A, I know somebody, but you're gonna shake. You're gonna do one, two things. You're gonna shake your head. Or you're gonna laugh. Rupert Grant. Okay, what actor is that? I forgot. Ron from Harry Potter. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> that or do one of the Weasley twins. I could see maybe one of the Weasley's twins that would actually be good for it, to be honest with you. Because they have, this, they do have that they're reality. snarky. They're snarky for a kid's book and a kid's movie. Well, I guess you say teenage novel. More than they're adult novel, they're yeah. snarky. That or get, um, get, uh, oh shit, I can't remember his actor's name, but the kid that played Draco Malfoy. He's not a kid anymore. He would be perfect. Oh, he'd be amazing. He fits the build. He actually, he's my choice. He's my choice. The kid that played, or the actor that played uh, Draco Malfoy, he's my Constantine. To be honest with you, I like him in The Flash. Whenever he was on The Flash. That's actually where his snarkiness, like, went up a level. Like, I, I know he was made for you to hate him right off the bat. But I every time I see him in the flash, it's like, God, I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> exactly. Like I still have that feeling to this day. Like I see him in the flash, it's like <laughs> But yeah, I could definitely see that now. Okay, you got me sold on that. <laughs> yeah, he he would be the one I'd choose to Constantine. Because he granted he's still young. Like he's younger than what Constantine would be. But he definitely could grow into that role. Like right, he, he could be Constantine really, right as he starts. Right, exactly. And we can do several films with him. It's like they're doing with Tom Holland in a sense. Yep. So yeah, that he would be a Constantine. Uh I mean I'm not terribly familiar with Justice League Dark, but is Batman extremely vital to Justice League Dark, or is he just kind of one of them in-and-out characters? To be honest with you, I think that we can actually have a world without Batman in it. Because it's basically just Constantine, the Swamp Thing, and all of them. Batman plays like a significant, like a side role, kind of. Because it's their He's universe. a benefactor. Right. Okay. That's kind of how I always pictured Batman in Justice League Dark. I mean, every dark stuff I've seen has had Batman in it, but he's always struck me as the benefactor role. Right. Because even if you watch that Justice League dark animated cartoon, he was kind of secondary. 
that's kind of what I'm saying. Like he seems like he's there, but he's not. Like he's he's regulated to the back, and Constantine right. is the lead. Right, because he's the leader. Constantine is basically the leader of this big, huge that's, team. That's what I was gathering. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, I was hoping to have Final Fantasy VII beat, but that didn't happen. I, uh, just now, right before we started this, I just started Chapter 11 of 18. Um, so, I'm getting there. <laughs> So, well, I will I not be doing my review right this week. I'll hopefully have it next week. Okay. I did beat uh, Uncharted 4 today because that was my first time playing Uncharted, the Uncharted 4 uh, video game. And I got that from the PS uh, PS Plus store for free. Nice. Yeah, get this. A couple of months back, they actually released all three of the remastered uh, games of Uncharted. For yeah, free. I knew that. So I went on ahead, I played all three of those, and then this month it was a fr uh, free for Uncharted 4, so I got to play all four of them for free. And I loved that game. I loved That's 4 better good. than I did. Yeah. 4 is my, definitely my favorite. Because it's dealing with pirates <laughs> and everything and buried treasure, so I ate that up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now that we're talking about games, we go to the gaming news, and this also uh, has some COVID ramifications. Uh, first off, the, the PS4 exclusive Ghost of Tsushima uh, may be delayed. It's not confirmed to be delayed, but it may be delayed due to the pandemic. So, uh, Sony... And the studio that is developing Ghost of Tsushima are just putting it out there that if they do not make the date, this is why. Which I'm sure everybody now is like, okay, if things don't make the date, then okay, whatever. We're not going to hold it against mm -hmm. you. <clears throat> because it's normal. It's perfectly normal for stuff like this yeah. to happen right now. Yeah. So, I mean, can't really make any gripes about that. Um, one game I'm really hoping doesn't get delayed, but I would be understanding if it did, is Marvel's The Avengers, because it was already pushed back once because they were doing some revamps. Yeah, I remember I that. That one is supposed to drop September, I believe it is now. It's right around my birthday, if I recall correctly. Yeah, because uh, I remember you being leaked out over that. Yeah, so and I'm fine with them revamping graphics and making it look nicer and neater. And I'll be honest, I think part of it, too, is they're pushing back because they want to make a port for PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X, right. which I'm totally on board for, because if I know that's coming for those two consoles, then the day that I get the console is the day I'm getting that game with launch. So we, we shall see. Granted, Ghost so of Tsushima looks really good. I don't know much about it, but I did see the trailer for it at uh, the video game awards uh, when they aired them on YouTube last year. And the graphics look amazing. 
Samurais. What else can I'm you ask sold. for? Like I'm sold. <laughs> if this is Japanese stuff, I'm sold because I'm a huge Japanese. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We're talking, like, the hats and everything. Like, feudal Japan. Okay. Yep. I'm definitely going to be picking that up. (laughs) So, and speaking of... History buff, too, so... (laughs) Speaking of the (laughs) PS5, they came out... Uh, I believe it was yesterday or the day before they came out and said that PS5 is still on track for release, but with fewer consoles. They're planning on having made 6 million consoles by the end of fiscal year 2020, which is uh, March 2021. Okay. So, Does that also involve the COVID thing as well? They're pushing out fewer? They're saying that it doesn't affect uh, the COVID's not affecting it. Because they were having issues beforehand with um, getting materials, like lasers and like get the equipment to make the consoles. They were having issues because everything's such in high demand in that market right now. Right. So they're they're contributing it to that, and they're also contributing the higher sticker price, which they haven't officially announced yet. Um, to being due to the uh, lack of materials. So. I'm looking at probably $800 system or more. I don't see it being that much. I'm saying we're looking 600 maybe 650 max. And that's just right. because of the lack of materials, basically. And right. that was before because they make up for bit it. with the virus happened. Right. I'm, okay. That's just me being highly pessimistic. So, more likely it'll be cheaper than that. It'll probably be a 550 mark, I would assume. It seems like to be the magic number is 500 for, since, uh, for consoles. Right, because I paid 400 for my... Uh... PS4 with the digital copy of uh, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I mean, four hundred is about the average. So five hundred is normally about the max. So if you're expected it to be a little bit higher, say about five fifty. If you had to okay. ballpark it, at least that would be my estimate. Well, let's see if we're right on the prices right when when this thing gets released. <laughs> <laughs> if we're right, we should get free consoles. Just throwing that out there. It's just storming down there right now. Yeah. I'm All right. I keep I keep seeing lightning flashes in the background. <laughs> At least I thought it was. It's new special effects for the pot for the YouTube channel. <laughs> there just you go. To throw that in there. I have Sam <laughs> Raimi and James Wan directing outside, <laughs> throwing throwing in the special effects. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon there's going to be killer clowns coming, creeping around. So, hey, <laughs> and, don't bring them you know, killer clowns back, man. That was bad enough back in 16. <laughs> we don't need those fuckers around anymore. Killer clown. We get a clown that comes up on my porch. I told everybody this that year. There's a clown that comes up on my porch. It's right around Halloween. One of them little fuckers come up on my porch. There's a clown. I am stabbing the shit out of them with one of my swords because I hate so clowns to start is- with. I absolutely fucking hate clowns. 
and these little fuckers. <laughs> what I want to do is I want to go on ahead and pay someone to go to Shane's grocery store to dress up as a sexy clown and ask for a balloon again. <laughs> That's what I want. That was funny. That was that funny. One. I would pay someone to do that. So if you live in the Florida area, we you know a guy named Shane that works over at... Uh... Oh, don't even get me started with Florida right now. Right. Oh, my God. You got a governor that can't put a, uh, a medical mask on properly, uh, which if you haven't seen that video, please, please look it up. All you got to do is type in Florida governor puts on uh, medical mask, and I'm sure it'll pop up on YouTube. This guy doesn't know his ass from Holder I swear to God, how do you not know how to put a medical mask on right. your face? Right. What other uh, stuff that we were we going to talk about? I know that we had the PS5 news. Yep. Uh, Jump Force announced this week that they're getting a Nintendo Switch port, which if you're not familiar with Jump Force, which we were talking about before we came on air, is and you put it the best way i think kingdom hearts take all your anime characters all your heroes all your villains and mash them together in one fighting game that's what jump force is it's all your shonen heroes yeah, i might actually just... play that even though right i might actually play that even though i'm not a big anime person maybe this might actually get me into anime and i haven't really played it yet, but from what I have played, because I only played the demo um, like probably over a year ago, I mean, I had the game downloaded, I just haven't played it yet, mm-hmm. is take, it's anime characters coming out, of the, coming out of their world, coming into our world, so they're fighting in real world locations like Tokyo, New York City, oh, yeah, it's it's looks interesting. It looks very interesting. I, I just that. haven't got to really get into it yet. See, I would actually play that. And I've only watched like, maybe about four animes in my life. <laughs> I've watched Helsing, Unbridged, and Bridged. I've, I've watched um, Blue Alchemist. And I've watched Death Note. And there's also this other one that I watched where this one kid was like a demon and he went, I forgot what it was, but I forgot what that one was. Demon Slayer? No, not Demon Slayer. It was like Yasha. Nah, something else. I'll have to look it up because it's actually in my Netflix thing. Oh, Netflix. And then, um, da, 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 Blue Exorcist. Yep, that's it. And did you say Blue Alchemist? Uh, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> now, did you watch Alchemist or did you watch Alchemist Brotherhood? I watched the first one that you ended up seeing because I know Brotherhood is the one that's after that one. No, Brotherhood is actually a retelling of Alchemist and Brotherhood oh. is superior. Like, it follows the manga almost beat for beat and it okay. is by far superior to Full Metal Alchemist. It blows Alchemist out of the water. And you're gonna be shocked at this. I actually watched a couple of episodes of My Hero Academia as well. 
So I watched like a little bit of season one. I remember when She Who Must Not Be Named was trying to get me into it. And um, get the Funimation app. This this is my recommendation. Get the Funimation app, and there's three anime that I'm going to tell you right out the gate. The first one's complete, so you can watch the whole thing the whole way through. Fairy Tale. I heard about Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale start to finish is that was actually a good lightning flash uh fairy tale <laughs> from start to finish um <clears throat> attack on titan uh yeah attack on titan which is all the way up to current it's up to the end of season three which the fourth season will be the final one which is supposed to come out later this year you know pending the whole covid situation so really, I'm going to recommend four to you. You put Attack okay. on Titan on the list. Uh, My Hero Academia, which is coming up on the end of Season 4 dub, which Season 5 has already been announced because it's right. finished in Japan. That. Black Clover. Black okay. Clover just finished its first arc and is going into the second arc now. Okay. The first arc... Shot. The first arc was 123 episodes long. Yeah. And it's one hell of a payoff. And their openings, some anime openings are really good. Some of them are really bad. These anime openings for Black Clover are crazy. Okay. I'll give uh, those a shot. Black Catcher, which is the newest opening, is stuck in my head. I have to listen to it at least once a day because it's stuck in my head. <laughs> so being that we're talking about anime, uh, oh yeah, Fire Force is on there too. Um, uh, that's actually how I got into Fire Force. And that, that one, uh, if you like anime that has jokes in it, you're gonna love Black Clover. You're gonna love um, Fairy Tale. You're gonna love Fire Force. Okay. So, and if you already watched Blue Exorcist, you know anime that has um, jokes in it because right. Blue Exorcist is littered with jokes. Did you I watch? Love, uh, yeah. Did you watch Blue Exorcist season two, the Kyoto arc? I think I just watched season one because oh, of the fact season, that season yeah. season two is superior. Okay, because I remember season they only had like season one available on Netflix, and that's how I got introduced into it. Yeah, the Kyoto arc. Uh, where did I watch the Kyoto arc? Let's say that one might have been on Hulu. Pretty sure that one was on Hulu that I watched that one. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, Fire Force uh, confirmed that Season 2 is supposed to release in July 2020, but it's expected to be split in half due to the COVID uh, virus. Which, I mean, honestly, it's not a bad thing to have anime split in half sometimes. So, I'm not totally against this. I'm kind of Sad that it's not happening all in one shot because Fire Force is really, really good. 
but you know it's the state of the world right now so what are you gonna do right uh same thing here uh if you're an evangelion fan the final title has been revealed as evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time is uh most likely going to be delayed because of the virus but we have the the title title. we have the title and we have the poster which actually i might be able to pull the poster up here real quick so if you give me one second while you're doing that what's the plot for this i never heard of this um i'll be honest it's convoluted basically mankind is fighting these entities called angels and they're trying to stop the apocalypse and uh it let's just put it to you this way it's a mind fuck <laughs> all right oh my god like i can i'm trying to think of the easiest way to explain it to you and just trying to explain it to you my mind's like getting twisted in knots okay so, so i'll give it a shot just to take a look at it it's interesting. Um, it's on Netflix. All right. Let's see if we can find it here because I did see it earlier. Yeah, here's the poster. You all right down there? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm all right. Just trying to hold it. Yeah, there we go. All right. Give me one second here for my computer to speed up. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's doing that. Let me bring that down here. Let's try that again. Okay, there we go. Yep. That's the poster. So, that's the final Evangelion poster for the movie. That's what it looks like in Japanese. It's kind of interesting to showing train tracks, to be honest. That's got kind of uh, Final Fantasy vibe to it with the train tracks in a way. Yeah, in a way it does. Here's some screenshots you're asking about Evangelion. Okay. There are silhouette shots. I'm wondering if they're not from the movie, honestly. All right. But, yeah, I mean, not seeing anything else here. Yeah, here's one of the characters from the show. But as you can tell, the the animation style is back in the eighties. Yeah, I can tell that's definitely eighties um, animation. <clears throat> but it, it's a good show. Uh, definitely got to pay attention. It's been a long time since I've actually watched the show from start to finish. Okay. I'll so. Give it a shot. 
Yeah, I mean, they they just threw the remake out there on Netflix, so it'd be a very good opportunity for you to give it a shot. I mean, I would recommend it. I mean, if you like having your mind screwed with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a shot. All right, and now uh, we don't have any tech news. I didn't see anything tech-wise come out this week. Right. Uh, so on the convention news, because there is some convention news, and unfortunately it's not good. No. First one, the big one, Comic-Con finally announced we knew this was coming. It's postponed until 2021. So Comic-Con mm. 2020 is canceled. Unfortunately. And you see, right, and it's the first time in 51 years that it's been canceled. Yep. So, and I mean... Again, state of the world because of the virus. Nothing else really to be said about it, honestly. Well, I have something to add to that, though. I mean, let's think about it like this. Do we really want to meet celebrities during this time? And plus, some of those celebrities also go tested positive for the coronavirus. And do we really want to be more than six feet near everybody, especially in that Hall H room? Mm-hmm. And then also on top of that, we also have a couple of other issues, too, where some studios weren't even going to show up this time. Yep. And so, it's also like year, Christian and Brett went and said, too, Christian is outright admitted the only year that he didn't get sick, I believe it was last year, he said he didn't get sick because he was too busy right. doing stuff backstage for uh, Schmodown. And uh, he calls it the, uh, the con flu. Yeah, because Schnepp even got sick a couple of times during the years of Comic-Con. <coughs> and they all, get this, they were on AMC Movie Talk before, and they were sick doing mm-hmm. AMC Movie Talk and Collider Movie Talk. And I felt so bad for them because they were so miserable during that time. But, you know, we had studios that were backing out anyways because they yeah. said they weren't going to be there because they didn't have anything to show. So what was the point for this year anyways for people to go to Comic-Con? Because there was nothing really there to, for people to go to. That and the, biggest year, thing, the biggest thing that would have been there would have been the Walking Dead trailer premiere. And with them being on delay for a production for season 11, they're not going to have a trailer. Right. <clears throat> and not only that, but I even said this on my podcast. I said, I wouldn't be excited for this year to go. Next year will be the place to go because we have everything coming out, especially when we have these release dates that are being pushed back to 2022. But the only other big thing I could think of that you would have seen come out of um, Comic-Con this year might have been some Ghostbusters news. That's about it. I mean, we got a trailer and that's about it. And then that got pushed back until next year as well. So yep. really, we can actually have all our trailers, all our stuff that we want next year. Exactly. So if I was a, if I was a person and if I could afford to go to Comic-Con for next year, next year is the place to go. Next year is the reason to go. Not this I just year. feel this bad year. for everybody that went and bought their tickets and they're like, yoink. Well, actually, I got some good news about that. They actually said they can either do a refund or they can carry their badges over. They'll switch out the badges for next year's passes. 
So they already did all their stuff that they need to do for that. And I also heard uh, Dragon Con in Atlanta is still going on. That's going to happen in September. Well, yeah, they got they got plenty of time to figure that out. Right. Little League up here, uh, they're saying that they're basically down to their last inning with a full count to decide whether or not they're going to have the Little League World Series or not. It'll be the first time in Little League history that the Little League tournament might not happen. And to me, I think I'd rather just wait until next year for them to actually do that. Oh, yeah, because the Little League tournament, depending, especially depending on the teams that come in, it gets crazy around here. Right. It gets brutally right. insane. Especially if we get a local team in here, it gets brutal. I heard that one. I heard that. Yeah. Number. Look, um, I'm going to cut myself short because I don't want to get struck by lightning. So. All right. Well, I only have one more topic here anyhow. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that's just the fact that the Anime Expo, again, canceled because of the virus. But they have announced dates for next year. So it'll be the July 4th weekend. I mean, otherwise, I have no other news. And, I mean, I know this is kind of a rush ending, but your weather seems to be getting worse. Yeah, so I'm, same I'm not... is a slow roll. <laughs> yeah. So that's day one. So not, not to um, rush everybody off the air here, but, I mean, we had... We went the full hour, so... Uh, I thought we did pretty good. I thought the hour was really good for what we wanted to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, but like I said, with you with the weather, we need to get you off the air, and I'm just going to call it then. So right. go ahead and do your plugs, and then I'll do mine, and then we'll call it a day. All right. Well, you can follow me at Movie Lovers Unite, TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. You can also join me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unite, or you can just follow me on Twitter at John DiGregorio. And then, of course, you can also find me on YouTube at Movie Lovers Unite, and also on Instagram at Movie Lovers Unite and at John DiGregorio. And All thanks right. again. And you can also find me on Twitter at Hotel underscore Nerd eighty six. And also, you can find both of us at the Hotel Nerd group and also now on the Hotel Nerd page because I just made John an admin of the page. So if you have any questions or concerns or thoughts of how we make material better, you can send us a message and one of us will get the message and we'll uh, get back to you in a timely manner. So with that being said, have a good night. Stay safe. I heard you're in for a bad day tomorrow again. So, uh, stay safe, heed the warnings, and we'll see you next week. All right. Have a good one.